Hello and welcome to Azeroth Coast Coast with your host Gavril, myself, and my good buddy Chris, also known as Akari. Uh, our buddy Kevin, three weeks in a row, is taking another week off, and that is completely fine. We hope he is doing absolutely fantastic this week yet again. Um, here at Azeroth Coast Coast, we're focusing on tips for the aspiring World of Warcraft player. Um, each week, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been doing in-game, highlights from the news, and a focus on a weekly challenge to help you, as a player, improve in the World of Warcraft. And so it's been something that's been pretty common. Uh, a week that Kevin's away, Chris and I get to sit and nerd out and talk about uh, silly things that... Uh, interest us and so this week it's not a challenge again uh it's more of a retrospective on uh legion and specifically legion and how it interacts with and compares against uh worlds of draenor so with that we're gonna go ahead and jump right on in hey chris how you doing buddy i'm very well buddy how are you i am doing wonderfully it is always good to sit down on a beautiful beautiful saturday and have a talk with you about something uh so what have you been up to in the game um, continuing on with our raiding progression, we didn't kill any new bosses last week, but we're sticking to our guns of clearing Nighthold in one night uh, on normal and jumping in for some uh, heroic progression. Uh, we're still up to 3 out of 10 on heroic. Mm -hmm. We're bashing our heads against Krosis. We're just trying to get him down. The ads are a bit more annoying than they are on normal because they actually... Because there's more that spawn than you have people most of the time so you're always getting ads rather than whereas on normal you're not always getting ads you're always getting ads on heroic and having to deal with them is a bit frustrating but we're getting there you're getting there that's always a good and and that that seems to be uh the issue you're having at the 310 seems to translate into mythic as well because i know there's, there's a lot of guilds that are still uh, stuck out on 310 mythic too it's because the the first three bosses are relatively simplistic. They're very similar to the normal version, mm -hmm. and then the rest of them, there's they've got some additional mechanics, or they're just brick walls. Like we haven't even touched the the boss that wanders around the middle uh, between all the bosses. I can never remember her uh, name. Spellblade Oriel. Spellblade, yes. We haven't touched Spellblade just because she was annoying as hell on normal mm -hmm. for us to get the hang of. And now all the tactics are very different for each phase, so mm. we're just kind of leaving her. Where if we don't get Crosses uh, this week, we're probably going to have a look at Star Augur, um, possibly Botanist. We'll just see where we're going from there. And Botanist is going to be a fun, fun fight for you all. Yeah, doesn't help that one of our guys is colorblind, and we use markers to determine where people have to Ugh. go. Oh, that that's ugly. Yeah, that that's so that's gonna be bad. I feel so bad for the kid. <laughs> That's gonna be bad. Uh, You've been up to anything else recently in uh, the wonderful world of Blizzard properties? I leveled up uh, another Demon Hunter on my US account, so that's six Demon Hunters I have. You have got far too many Demon Hunters, my friend. I know. I've got three on Europe, three on US, uh, so I maxed out another one on US at 110 last night. Well, I'm leveling I, I, up. I, I know Lord Illidan is very pleased with you for continuing the fight and bringing it straight to the Legion, so, you know, oh, there's that no at least. I'm so glad that Lord Illidan is pleased with me. Uh, I'm leveling up a monk on my European account um, because I really want to get through that campaign and just look at the, see the lore and get all the eight weapons. And I love, I love mm. monks, so I'm very excited to try that stuff. Um, and I'm leveling up a priest on your server in the US. Yes. 
Yes, my tiny little insignificant server, uh, Eldrathalus Coilstraws, um, who has never ever made an impact in the world at all. No. Um, but it's always nice to play. I, I, I like smaller servers personally. Um, Me too. Uh, like the the CRZ and the sharding and the cross and and the merged realms and everything, um, something I never really liked, but I understood the importance of it. I understood why it happened. Ironically, I and I play on a high pop server in Europe, mm -hmm. <laughs> just just for recruiting purposes. Yep, uh, it um, makes it easier for that at least. Um, oh, anything else has been going on? Anything else? Um, what's up? What's up? Still what's up? playing a crap ton of Heroes of the Storm with Lucio. Of course. Loving him. Absolutely adoring that guy. Uh, incoming nerfs win. Uh, probably not. He's not that strong. Uh, and then we've got Overwatch. I've been playing some more Overwatch ranks. Just going up and down the ladder on that. It's a lot of fun. Now, I have been following the Overwatch hype. Uh, they've been releasing a lot of teasers about Hero24, and I am yes. super hyped about that. Um, it might actually drag me back into playing. Uh, Good! I'd love to be able to play some Overwatch with you, buddy. It's just, it's like, I, I, I you have to understand, I did like 1,200 hours uh, between Team Fortress, uh, between Team Fortress, Counter-Strike, and Team Fortress 2. So I, I've played a lot of FPSs over the years, so it's it's not something that I, That's something you're I, gonna jump straight into. Just jump straight into again, because it's like I've already played, you know, the yeah. class based team shooters and it's just like uh, okay, I'm I'm just gonna go back and do something else now. Um anything else interesting going on? Uh no, that's my week really. I just barreling through some video games. Getting your video and that's okay. Um my week uh, in WoW has been relatively boring. I finally got my priest up to 110. Uh, got my got my uh, flight master's whistle in my world quests, and the first thing I immediately did was, okay, which one gives me gear? <clears throat> which one gives me a piece of gear? Because my eye level How is like do? 770. No, there was only like three, and they were like all duplicates of the same item. So I was just like, oh well, shoot. Okay, I guess I'll just wait for the next reset on World Quests. <laughs> um, I need to go do my emissaries, because, you know, that's always got a piece of gear in it. So, um, my goal is to be up to hit LFR by, hit uh, all three LFRs by Sunday. So, I, I mean, that shouldn't be hard to do. It's not going to no. be too hard to do. Uh, it's only at 835 for Nighthold. 835 LFR. for Nighthold, yep. yeah. So that that's a, that that that's a that's a goal that I've got. Um, it's an attainable it, it's, one. It's an attainable one. It's a very attainable one, especially considering how quickly you end up getting gear out of world quests and emissary caches and things of that mm -hmm. nature. So, um, besides that, um, as you know, I've been playing a ton of D three. Uh, that's always something I like to do every now and then. It seems like I've, I skip a season, and then the next season I go incredibly hardcore on it. Um, I've been having a lot of fun on that. It's always something that drags me back in every now and then. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, and, of course, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. I'm, I'm climbing. I, I'm doing Legend Climbs. Um, I am very far off from Legend Climb because I got, I got to, like, 10 like right after this season started and, and with Hearthstone uh, ranked seasons are every month. So I got up to 10, which is a little over halfway to legend. And then I just stopped. 
because of work and all sorts of other stuff associated with that. Um, and then okay. um, with it being three days to the season ends, I'm probably going to finish that climb and try to get up to Legend. That'll be first season for Legend on me. Um, I am playing the most the most cancerous decks you possibly can. Uh, Pirate Aggro Shaman. Uh, Pirate Aggro Shaman, yeah. Uh, but I'm also, you know, I'm climbing the wild ladder too, and I'm playing, I'm playing a wild egg druid variant. So I mean, I mean, that's that's a fun, fun deck. It's just a fun little deck that I enjoy playing. Um, I haven't really gotten a lot of hots or anything else in. I'm probably gonna try to play a little bit more StarCraft too soon, but uh, just because I will that's... join you because I love StarCraft. It's a near and dear thing to my heart. Like uh, 1997, 1997 was a year I lost a lot of time. I was seven. I was 12. I was 12 in 97. So I lost a lot of time into Starcraft one and uh, brood war back in the, back in the late nineties. Um, so that covers us, you know, now we can go back to being mindless robots uh, and reading mm-hmm. from this script that we've developed this, this whole script where everything that I'm saying right now is written in the script. No, of course it's not. Uh, we are not that smart. Um, so <laughs> what's going on this week? So the events are going on this week. Uh, you have the arena skirmish event where if you have to complete, I believe it's 10 arena skirmishes and I think you have to win them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You get some honor points and all that jazz from it. So yep. it's the same vendor that you get your normal weekly quest from. So just grab that from him and Dalaran. And Alternatively, through. just open up your adventure journal. That too. But if, you know, you like doing it the old-fashioned way. By God, back in my day, we trudged through Searing day. Gorge to get our quest. Then we ran right back to Blackrock Mountain. And then we went right back to Searing Gorge because it was just a quick fetch quest. Yep. By God, and we liked it. Um, uh, yeah, the hatching so. of the hippogriffs and the um, micro holiday event took place on the twenty third. So what okay. that was was that you would go there, take part in the event with the hatching of the hippogriffs. Uh, it was Fairless. Mm-hmm. It was and indeed Fairless. I was trying to sound you... smart by trying to catch you in a bind, but I didn't. No, I got Damn. there. Uh, and by participating in the event, what you did is you got a little baby hippogriff to sit on your shoulder for the day and if you killed what was it called there was a boss with it let's just say it was evil hippogriff mchippogriff face if you killed evil hippogriff mchippogriff face you got a feather that allowed you to use the hippogriff for five days rather than one so it's a lot like it was a lot like the um pirate's day quest pirate's day micro holiday yeah very similar so you know you got you got something and then you got a thing that gets you more stuff for a short period of time. Yeah. All right. So, um, and of course, we are going to keep harping on this one. For Azeroth is still going yep. on. Get your 15 games in. It doesn't take much. You don't I've have to even do it. I've done on two accounts. It took us all of, like, com- like collectively across the period of time where we did it. It took us maybe an hour maybe to two, two hours. hours. Yeah. It was not a very long thing. Um, admittedly, we did it the way that, you know, is super cheap and super uh, uh We're the worst shitty. type of people. Yeah, we did it on uh, recruit a beginner AI uh, matches, and we played... Um, basically, we filled we in the our most... own teammates as yeah. well with AI. <laughs> We, we we did yeah we did a uh, we did a co-op versus AI with AI allies. Um, one and... of us was Sylvanas and one of us was a healer. We just kind of battled. 
yeah, or we picked like the biggest burst damage we could. So it was like it was Jaina and Sylvanas, or it was like Gazlo and um, Gul'dan, or something like that, and just kind of like rolled our face through the game in about average of five minutes or so per game. Um, it, 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 I mean, if you played the game, if you played it the way it was supposed to be played, you know, you would be having a lot of fun. But if you're like us and you're just like, I don't want a uh, repeat of the Oni Genji event. I I'm just going to do this real quick. Yeah. It was not hard. Um, so, uh, since we record in that weird space between weeks, uh, what's going on next week? Uh, next week we've got the world quest event so you complete world quests you'll get additional reputation towards each of the factions that you complete world quests for and I believe it also gives you a nighthold cache I believe it should give you a nighthold cache also yeah uh, you also get the Darkmoon Fair kicking off next Sunday that will uh, be uh, 3-3 three, 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 I think 3-5 three, three, it'll be 3-5 three, five. Five? yeah yeah which is American and it confused the hell out of me. <laughs> Sorry, 5-3. Is that better? Yes, the fifth of the third. <laughs> I, we're not going to get into this because you and I have argued this before, uh, and I know that the internet is full of people arguing about the English versus the American uh, dating system, so we're not going to get into it. No, we're not. Okay. So, but yeah, uh, Start My Fear kicks off next week. Darkmoon Fair kicks off. Remember, if you are trying for your fishing mount, it is still there. Uh, it still requires the, I think it's 500 Darkmoon Dagger Mouths. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, if you are still trying to shoot for, if you're still not 800 in your professions, remember there is a, there are quests out there that give you, I think it's plus five to a profession. Yes. Um, there's plenty of little things if you're going for a full toy if you're going for there's a bunch of toys there's always a bunch of pets of course um if you're trying to finish the celestial tournament uh which i still am two expansions in, i am still trying to finish the celestial tournament because i never had a deep enough pet field for it no, um yeah <laughs> deep yeah um i never had a deep enough field of pets for it um the dark moon zeppelin is uh always considered a very strong pet for doing the celestial tournament so just a heads up and that one does come from the dark moon fair uh that you exchange tickets for and don't forget um, just achievements and just tons of achievements if, you, if you're an achievement horde it's it's a great time to be there there's five million achievements associated with that stupid race alone pretty much yeah it's crazy yeah so um just your friendly reminder dark moon fair is coming have fun with that. Um, so this week, uh, we do have Calamir up. Uh, that is in uh, south of Shackle's Den in Azuna. Um, so that that's a quick and easy one. Uh, it's it, it's a very big open space. Um, just always remember, though, that that one, always, for some reason, that one, he does a ton of effects on the ground, so he does kind of lag even me a little bit. I just built this new computer not too long ago. It's a nice mid-range computer, and I still lag a little bit in that, so sometimes I turn down a, little, a couple of the spell effects and projection settings, so um, just fair warning there. Um, so what's going on in the news right now? Uh, well, uh, there was just a new Legion Q&A uh, with Ian Hasacostas and the community manager Lore, mm -hmm. where they spoke about a plethora of different things, such as Arfad Power in 7.2, they spoke about uh, trinkets, specifically tank trinkets, because there's been a lot of stuff going on about them, mm -hmm. uh, they spoke about, about the uh, Arfad appearances, uh, 
they spoke about legendary items. Uh, some bits about the PTR and how people need to understand that it, a lot of the stuff on there is placeholder mm-hmm. and tentative to change and remember that for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ones that I found quite interesting and has caused a little bit of drama on the internet is mm-hmm. the mythic raiding uh, mm-hmm. comment made by uh, Ian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one. Yeah, he's not wrong though. He's not wrong. Um, it's a shared blame though. Oh yeah, completely. It's, it's both. So let, let's tell people what the comment was. <laughs> so... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I know you've got this one a little bit more on this than that than I did. So essentially, a question came up asking about um, mythic raiding and how a lot of mythic guilds have tried to disband and are not raiding anymore. And Ian essentially said, this is Cliff Notes, this isn't an exact quote, that although the content can be the a, a, a factor, ultimately it comes down to the guild leaders and the officers of that guild, you know, not wanting to read anymore. The expectation, you know, kind of, be going they're not yeah. wanting to they don't have the time commitments they don't have the commitment desire to, time commitment whatever yeah. it may be and it's ultimately it's up to them and the blame goes ultimately on them for not you know revitalizing the guild and i know you and i had a little discussion about this a little while ago when we were doing our research for the show today and it, it it's uh, it's kind of a simplification of the problems yeah, that happen. It is. But at the same time, he's not completely wrong. But at the same time... He's not completely right. He's not completely right. They develop the systems that are put in place in the game. Yeah. They but then have the had... Mythic Raiders burn out on the systems they put in yeah. place. And it's just like it's... they've got 13 years of data backing yeah. up you know, every choice they make. They know that high-end raiders have a very bad habit of doing exactly that, burning themselves out. Uh, when they find one little loophole that doesn't get patched out or taken care of, they, they will they will take that loophole if it gives them a statistical advantage in the world first race or the top parse race or whatever it is at the time. So yeah. it's... It's a 50-50 split on blame for Mythic Burnout and Mythic Breakup. Um, It's a 50-50 blame. It's like, they know how the systems they put in place are typically going to affect the average player. They also know how it's going to affect their hardcore... You know, uh, I've got 16 alts I do through alt runs just to learn the fights. Mm -hmm. Player. Um, And it's like, he he specifically talks about that and like... um, it's specifically How talks about Muru when Muru, Muru. was released in yeah. Sunwell. And that there yeah. was girls that raided 23 hours over a couple of days to get mm-hmm. world first. Yep. And then, and then know, they talk about saw... how like you got no. Raden and Missapandaria where they had mm-hmm. a limited amount of attempts on it. People would just set up alt raids with their alt characters test the fight oh. on their alt characters and then go in on their mains. Oh, don't you remember don't you remember when ICC came out? They had attempts on that one too. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's like they, they, they the next expansion they put limited attempts in, and what happened? Mythic guilds required their players to have a Mac a a leveled geared character of the same class and spec to do practices. So mm-hmm. effectively, you know, they were going in and they had two and some one and sometimes two and three alts mm-hmm. that they had ex- that the expect expectation was is that they had them equally geared in the same spec just to learn the damn fight so that they can go in afterwards once they've gotten the fight figured out they can go in afterwards and get it all taken care of which is insane but at the same time for some of these people this is a job practically like um you look at people out of method and things like that where you know they've got these sponsorships they've got these um partnerships with uh retailers and uh things of that nature and the expectation is is that they need to deliver mm-hmm. they uh, need to get those world first yeah they need to deliver these ex- these outstanding um results and it's like this is their livelihood you look at people like sco and um oh god i'm just like blanking on everybody but sco it's those eyebrows Tricky. it's those eyebrows i think on sco that just it's like it's entrancing um but you know, you got these people that have these huge sponsorships and things of that nature, and you know, they—it's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they push so hard. I did the hardcore rating thing for a while. Um, so did I. And it's like I—I—I I, I was never as hardcore as them. Where it's no, you know, you—you—you—you've skipped school or you've skipped work, or you know, you put in a week of time off for work. Uh, just so your guild can get world first or server first or whatever, I've never been able to do that. I, I like I've never been able to sit there and be that dedicated. No, I'm the same. Um, so that that uh, that was the big one that's causing a little bit of consternation amongst the community. Um, it's like I would love to hear other people's opinions on it because I know this is one of those things that people have very strong opinions about. Like yes. if you if even if between even casual raiders and I don't like saying casual raiders because it's not I hate the that word casual. It, it's not that they're less of a player. It's just that they're not putting the same time commitment in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is this is it, 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 you can't say undedicated or anything like that. It's just like the it's it's a very hard it's a very hard concept to put into words and not make it seem like you're being a dick to somebody. No, I completely agree with you on that one. Um, it's like, I, I would love to hear other people's opinions on it because this is one of those things that does spur great conversation in the community. Um, as I know right now, there's a lot of people that have very firm opinions on like AP grind. The AP grind is a huge one. And, you know, Ian specifically did talk about the AP grind, very specifically mentioning Maw of Souls. Um, yes. Uh, and, you know, again, this dovetails back into the Mythic Guild burnout. It's like when you're running 50 Mob Souls a day for AP, holy crap, you are going to burn yourself out. You are never going to want to step foot inside of a five-man dungeon again. Mm-hmm. You are never going to want to whirlwind a pack of 30 mobs down again. <laughs> um, So it's like I, I, I get where they're coming from but at the same time you know they put this system into place 
that is rewarding this AP for this minimal amount of effort, which, you know, they are working on. There is mm-hmm. 7.2, we will be seeing some AP changes. Uh, and I think we mentioned Significant this either. AP changes. We mentioned this last week or the week before, I think, or the week before that. God, I, I don't even know at this point. Um, where longer dungeons are going to reward uh, more AP, and conversely, shorter dungeons are going to reward less AP from the Mostly chests at the souls. end. Mostly Maw of Souls, uh, Maw of Souls, Darkheart Thicket, um, the shorter Mythic Five Mans. But then you've um, got like the longer ones like the Arcway and Halls of Valor, Valor, stuff uh, like that. The big, the big longer ones, the ones that can take you up to 30 minutes to do. Where, you know, you have like these 30, 40, 50 minute timers on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and they've also talked very heavily about moving more of the AP rewards out of the chests from the dungeon itself and into say like your weekly chest or something like that. Um, so, you know, that's, it's good changes. It's good moves. It, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, some of the things that, you know, he goes on about it. It's just like, Oh God, I, I knew people that used to do this. I knew people that did stuff like this. And that's just crazy to me. I know people that are still doing this. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to me. That's all. Um, Let's go back over to this. Um, and oopsie daisy. Um, that we wow, archae- we made a boo boo. Well, everybody kind of made a boo boo. That wow, archaeology event that they announced last week that was going to be weekend only. Um, it's like it's still Two going weeks. on. It's still going on. I picked it up on my priest after I digged him 110. Yeah, it's, it's a two-week event, apparently. So they, I, they changed I, their mind on that one. I, I, I'm mad at you because I missed finishing Cataclysm Time Walking uh, to go grind that. You son of a bitch. I was at my partner's house, so I didn't I didn't even have a chance to do it. So I'm kind of glad that it's still going on, because I'm going to go grab it. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we've bitched and moaned about the news enough for the week. Um, I agree. So, like I mentioned before when we did the intro to the show, um, we are not doing a challenge, per se, again. Um, because Kevin's not here to shoehorn us into a challenge or shoehorn this topic into a challenge. Haha. <laughs> Love you, Kevin. Don't worry. Um, so this week we're going to do kind of a retrospective. Um, it is, according to Mr. Akari over here, Mr. Chris, uh, we are six months to the day. Almost to the day. Almost to the day. We are almost six months to the day from the launch of Legion. Uh, and it has been a wild, wild six months. It has been... Uh, lots of ups and downs. Um, overall, I feel like we've had a very upward trajectory. Uh, but we wanted to sit here and talk a little bit about um, expectations and the hype train and how everything's kind of stacked up uh, between the two most recent expansions, which, uh, as we all know, had very similar hype surrounding them. Because um, I remember in 2013 when they announced Warlords at BlizzCon. At BlizzCon. I remember being so, so damn hyped up about it. Um, I was like, oh my god, this is this is going to be fantastic. It's, it's a retelling of the story. I was a little confused about the time-traveling crap, but... Everyone was. <laughs> uh, is this time travel? Is this an alternate dimension? And then they're like, oh, it's just an alternate dimension. It's, it's like, no, this, this is like straight-up no. freaking time-traveling. Um, 
to an alternate dimension. To it's an alternate both. dimension. It's both. Yeah. It's 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 it, it's the Reese's peanut butter cups of uh, of video game expansions. You got your time traveling into my alternate dimension. No, you got your alternate dimension in my time traveling. Why don't we just put them together? Um, and that's exactly what we got. Um, and then you know, transitioning. I I didn't have alpha or beta access, so you know, um, I didn't know exactly what was going on. I had a lot of people that were. I knew some people that were in the beta, uh, which I think was June of 2014, June of the next year. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it was, uh, it was what, like a, um, it was like a six month, it was a six month gap between announcement and the actual beta dropping completely. And I know they had an alpha in there somewhere in April. -ish. Yeah, they had a tech alpha. It was. And the friends, okay. it's the friends and family and tech alpha stuff. Um, so, you know, we had those drop in in there April, was... and then the beta actually dropped in June. Um, and that's when I started hearing stuff. You heard stuff. I was experiencing stuff. Jesus. Yeah, I, I had a lot of people that I knew that had been playing for a long time that were like, it's great in the beginning. But there's still a lot of problems. But, you know, we it's it's, you know, we still have, you know, four or five months uh, four, five, six, seven months before they actually launch. So, you know, yeah, there's we'll time. probably, well, there's time to get this all fixed. That's fantastic. That's great. You know, if they fix these things, it's going to be the best expansion ever. Um, spoiler alert, they didn't fix jack shit. Um, I know that even during Warlords, which I did not play very much because I had taken a break after, I want to say it was Throne of Thunder, just about the time Throne of Thunder came out. Mists. I took a break. I quit raiding because um, I did. Uh, I did heroic. Uh, I did heroic heart of fear, and I was progressing on heroic terrace of endless spring. And I'd done heroic mogushan, and I took a break. I was just like, I, I'm the guild I was in was very frustrating they were you know they were they were the top guild from my server that transferred to factions and everything and uh at the time you know my alt my off spec you know was ret and ret was in kind of a funny place at that point it was good but it wasn't amazing right. um and you know there were a lot of fights in that tier that didn't require two tanks per se on heroic so i was having to go off spec and you know i wasn't carrying my weight and so they were like oh well you need to get better or you know we're just gonna bench you and i'm just like okay whatever screw you and i walked i was like i joined specifically because you all needed a uh a new main tank and then you know their old main tank came back so i got relegated to off tank so that's that's personal story and still kind of salty about that like three years later um, i would be too um so I took a break, and I wasn't all that keyed in on what was happening. I came back in time for uh, the pre-patch, I think, which was in October of 2014. Um, you know, I was still hearing a lot of rumblings from people that I knew saying that, oh, well, you know, there's problems, there's still problems, they're not listening to us, you know, we've been posting this feedback on the beta forums for the last three months, and they still haven't done anything about it. And I was like, well, you know, I'll give them a shot. You know, they, they have a habit of sometimes pushing out huge, you know, balance patches right before they do 
launches. Not so much. No. No, not so much. Um, launch for Warlords officially happened on uh, November 13th, 2014. Um, Can we add a week onto that? Because it, it wasn't really playable. It was not really playable. There were so many launch problems with Warlords. Um, I specifically remember there was a... Um, oh god, there was a... I want to say it was Alliance side, but I don't remember if it was Alliance or Horde side. There was a... It was the Garrison one? It was Horde on Alliance. With, no, with the... Um, with the damn spyglass. I think it was a spyglass or something. But only one person at a time could use the damn thing. So you had a queue like 150 people deep waiting to use this one item just so they could continue on their quest chain. Um, and there's just all sorts of other issues related to it. Um, the launch was handled relatively poorly, um, I'd have to say. Um, it, it A lot of people said that that is by far one of the worst launches they've ever had um so worst launch in any game i've ever had i played diablo 3 at launch any mmo i'll rephrase it any mmo <laughs> i will rephrase any mmo because i'll be honest error 37 still wakes me up in cold sweats at night um yeah no i understand that one um but yeah of any mmo i've ever played warlords the launch the fact that it was unplayable for about a week it's Probably one of the most unstable launches I've ever experienced of any MMO I've ever played. Mm -hmm. All right, so at that point, you know, uh, let, let's. I, I and I've been dominating this conversation. I know um, about six point one. I actually that somewhere between six point one and six point two. I actually quit playing. Um, yeah, because I was just sick and tired of Warlords. So you know, you you have a little bit more information, a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more firsthand experience with this than I do. So uh, you want to go ahead and keep on with that. So um, obviously, it launched on the thirteenth of the eleventh, twenty fourteen. Uh, we go three months, three months, and then the first major major uh, content patch mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is released on the 24th of February 2015. We we did have some systems updates and some small, you know, hot mm -hmm. fixes between there, but there's nothing really to write home about. Yeah, so the first actual major piece of content, again, major piece of content we got was 6.1 You can the 24th you can, you of can hear the implied sarcasm <laughs> quotes in that. I know, right? Um, this patch dubbed the selfie patch uh, introduced the selfie camera introduced changes to the garrison system it introduced twitter integration that's about it so that was that was 6.1 that was the major content patch that was the major content patch. but they updated blood elf models does it isn't, it isn't that isn't that enough they should have been in at launch isn't that they enough, should have been though? there at launch they should have been there at launch but, you know, they gave you the ability to post your selfies to Twitter. Okay, I like that, but that's not major content. Obviously it was. It had a major content de designation on it. About a year later, after that patch came out, <laughs> Blizzard said it should not have been 6.1. It should have been 6.0.7 or something like that. It should not have been considered a major content patch. They screwed up. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's anybody that's really going to argue with you about that not being what should have been considered a major content patch. It really was not. It was it, it, it was basically a hot fix with a couple of cosmetic items added in. 
Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, um, this is that definitely happened. in the point where I quit the game. Uh, I remember the outrage over the 6.1, and I was just like, ah, there's nothing really dragging me into this. I'm just doing the same crap every week on my garrison, so, uh, yeah. So, after 6.1, we didn't have anything else for four months. We got 6.2, the first major content patch of the expansion. Now, now it, it, are those sarcasm quotes still there? No, or? that's actual... It was a major content patch. It actually had content. Oh my god. Yeah. So the first major content patch of uh, Warlords of Draenor, patch 6.2, was released on the 23rd of the 6th, 2015. So that, that, would, be, that would be June 23rd. June? Yeah. So that introduced Tanan Jungle which is a zone very similar to the Timeless Isles where people played during Pandaria. Mm-hmm. Uh, it introduced the second and final raid tier of the expansion, uh, which was Hellfire Citadel. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, it introduced five or six daily quests and then more fill-the-bar quests. And that's about it. Oh dear. Oh no, Time Walkers. I got Time Walkers too. Yeah, we did get some time walking. Yeah, introduced we got time, time walkers. There. We got time walking there. Yeah, know. yeah. Some um, rehashed content. Uh, at that point, uh, someone at Blizzard obviously picked themselves a whole, whole, whole bushel of whoopsie daisies in that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, after six point two, Tanon Jungle came out, and our three months before we got another content patch. Three months? That's not bad at all. It added flying. That was it. I know there was some other stuff involved in between 6.2 and 6.2.2, but it really wasn't worth anything worth mentioning. I know we had, like, I think it was, like, WoW tokens. No, 6.12 was WoW tokens, I think. Yes. Um, There was something Um, else in 6.2.1, but it really... We didn't put it in our research notes for this. Um, It obviously was not important enough for us to actually integrate into the timeline you need to bear in mind the only reason 6.1 is being discussed because it's a 0.1 patch it's a major designation it's designated as a major content patch that is the only reason that we've even mentioned it because if it wasn't we wouldn't have talked about it because it was twitter and selfie patch that's all it was by god my five followers need to know where I'm at <laughs> in Shadow Moon Valley. All right, they, they need, need to know that I just got a food buff and I'm ready to go do LFR. They need to know <laughs> that I went back to Dragon Soul and got myself a Girthalak Voice of the Deep. Okay, they need to know. The public needs to know. This it's not important information in the in the in the damn slightest in the freaking slightest. The funny the funny thing is that if you look on my Twitter feed, most of my pictures are selfies from WoW. Uh huh. I know. I know <laughs> they are. I know they are. I've seen your Twitter feed. I follow your Twitter feed. That's why your Twitter feed is muted by God because it's just selfies from your raid nights. Here's the thing. I although I don't I don't like six point one as a patch. Mm-hmm. And I, it shouldn't have been classed as a major content patch. It wasn't a major content patch. Mm-hmm. The whole integration of Twitter and the introduction of the selfie camera, which was just a fun little toy, that's those are great. Don't put it in a patch 
that that is your only content and consider a major content patch. Yeah, because I mean, look look at the timing between launch six point one and six point two. Look at the timing between launch and six point two. Ignore six point one. Yeah, launch. Ignore six point one. It was six months before the first, uh, seven months before the first major content released. Seven months, mm-hmm. ten days. That's so not we're, good. and you don't consider six two two or six two three, which I think was just changes to the 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 uh, wow token. Yeah, it was more WoW token stuff, basically. It's a little bit more Time Walker stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got launch, 6.2, Legion. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, as, as the high notes of the actual major content patches. Uh, you got that. And so uh, between launch and Legion, it was almost two years. It was just shy of two years. Bear in mind, we were in that final content patch, 6.2, for 14 months of those just shy of two years. Yep. Yep. It was 14 months. People talk about content drought, and that's exactly what they point to, is that 14-month yep. gap. That, and, you know, uh, the, the, the it was, what, the year of Siege of Orgrimmar? The year, the year of Siege of Orgrimmar, the year of Ice Crown Settle, the nine months of Dragon Soul. Yep. But we've Which never said, I, had. I liked Dragon Soul. Fourteen months before. This yeah. was the first fourteen months. Now you shut your mouth about Dragon Soul because I actually liked Dragon Soul. No one I else liked... in the no one else on the planet liked Dragon Soul okay. apparently, but I did. I I liked Dragon Soul. I just didn't like nine months of Dragon Soul. But conversely, that was the shortest gap. Between content, though. No, no, sh- no, I agree. I agree. It was the shortest gap, but it was nine months of just seven bosses. I know. That I, I had know. cleared in the first two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We we were stuck on Spine for a while, so, uh, on Heroic Spine for a while, so, you know, we kept going, but, yeah. Yeah. So... We've laid out a timeline for Warlords. We, we, we've laid out rough a major timeline. Time, a rough timeline. You know, we're not including any of the world firsts or the races or anything like that. Um, to be frank, a lot there was a lot of nothing that went yeah. on during the two just years about of two Warlords. years. Just about two years of Warlords. There was there was a lot of nothing that happened in that. There was moment. a lot of betching. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna move over to the Legion timeline, and I keep hitting my damn mic. I need to stop that. Because this I'm... is where Chris and I stop getting salty. Yeah, this is where we stop getting salty because this this is this is more what we want to see. Um, yeah. So the announcement of Legion happened eight six. So that's uh, August six two thousand fifteen. I believe that was at GamesCon or PAX or something like that. I don't it know. It was GamesCon in Germany. Yes. Up to Europe. Woo. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, so you had the announcement of Legion at that point. Now, that is one month before 6.2.2 is dropped. That is one month before the Flying in Draenor, the Draenor Pathfinder patch, came out. Mm-hmm. All right. Alpha for that happened November 2015. 
So that's the tech alpha and the friends and family stuff that goes on where, you know, they start getting the rough stuff hashed out. Yeah. All right. Um, that's three months between announcement and alpha. Between three months and the alpha. So that's that's a significantly shorter time than Warlords took. Warlords took five months before the alpha yeah. was even out. Um, and then conversely, it's a six, seven months between announcement and beta. And bear in mind, um, the alpha it, it kicked in at the end of November. BlizzCon was in the November, uh, the start of November. It was playable on the floor at that BlizzCon. Yep. Um, so it was seven months between announcement and beta, between when the beta invites went out uh, for Warlords. Now, conversely, Legion had a little bit longer of a lead time on that um, since being announced in August of 2015. Uh, the beta for that went out in May 2016. Yeah, so that's so it was a uh, longer, eight months. A longer alpha than they just, had. Just a little bit longer. It was an eight month. It was an eight month alpha period as opposed to the seven month alpha period that you saw in, uh, um, warlords. Yeah. In warlords, yeah. Um, so at that point, you've got a lot of people building the hype. Uh, it's the same way that it worked with warlords when the beta invites went out. The hype started growing. Um, and I, I bought into the hype. I'll be honest. I bought into the, the, the warlords hype. I bought into it. Uh, I was like, oh man, I haven't been playing in like a year now, a year, year and a half. You know, I'm totally going to come back for Legion because Blizzard has their, their meaty heroin style hooks deep into my flesh. And, uh, I spend my 50 bucks a month, 50 bucks every couple of years on them. I was going to say 50 bucks a month. How many accounts do you have? Um, I'm multi-boxing several shamans at the same time. Uh, oh, I hate those people. I hate those people. <laughs> if you are a shaman who multi-boxes five fucking shaman, you're the worst. <laughs> he has very firm opinions on that. Um, no, uh, it, they get their 50 bucks every year to two years out of me. Um, just for WoW alone. Uh, for expansions. Um, so I was, I was super hyped. I was like, oh man, this is fantastic. And then I played for like three months and i was like okay i'm bored now um the legion hype began building up during the alpha and came to a real huge crescendo during the beta um uh you, you had your you had your your reddits and your 4chans and your game informers and your kotakus and your polygons and all that just like hyping it up um while at the same time you also had your detractors across the board because of how badly they had burnt the community out with the hype on Draenor. Um, so, especially in places like 4chan and uh, Reddit, there was a lot of, well, this is going to be shit. They're going to make the same mistakes they did last time. They're not going to listen yeah. to class feedback. They're not going to listen to player feedback, period. You got your pre-patch two months later. The pre -patch. Wait a minute, that's not that's not launch. That's not launch. That's the pre-patch that replaces the systems for Legion. It gave us yep. the uh, Legion invasion events, uh, which thank you Jesus, that was the best, easiest, fastest way to level a character mindlessly. Thank yes. you God, oh I God. loved you so much. I wish I had done more characters, uh, but then I realized that I've already got like five level one hundreds that I still haven't touched. So, so I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine there. Um, the prefetch gave us the Legion Invasion. It gave us all the class changes. Mm -hmm. It gave us the new Demon transmog Hunters. system. No, didn't give us Demon Hunters right away. 
Not right away. Uh, not right away. Two weeks before the actual launch date, we then got access to Demon Hunters. Mm-hmm. If you had already pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, two weeks to tinker around with them. And I know I was tinkering around with them on multiple servers on multiple accounts. <laughs> yep. Uh, now, this is something that you'll know better than I did because I didn't play during this period of uh, Mists. Was there a pre-event for Warlords? For Warlords? Um, yes, there was. And it was actually a decent event. Uh, you... You had to follow the... You, essentially, the Iron Horde had broke through the Dark Portal. They had destroyed uh, Netherguard Keep. They had ransacked the Horde outpost. Stoner. And... No, 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 no the one that's what was, Yeah, the one that's actually in Blasted Lands. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they had set up a militia and a defensive force around the Black, the Dark Portal. Uh, you had to do some quest chains through there that then sent you to doing the revamped Upper Black Rock Spire up to the second to last boss okay. at, le- at level 90. Mm-hmm. And you got gear scaling for level 90 and also introduced the uh, second, the main stat swapping gear as well. So it was a nice little preview for the Warlord's mechanics. Okay. But does not sound quite as engaging as the Legion events were. Oh, good lord, no. I played the Legion event, the pre-Legion event stuff, the day it launched all the way through to launch night. Like, it was so great. I leveled up 10 different characters from that event alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you had your Legion pre-patch two months after the beta dropped. So, obviously, the extra month that they did with the alpha, uh, with, between announcement alpha and beta with the extra month they had comparative um was time that was well spent and well used um Mm -hmm. because conversely you know you look at the uh the beta to pre-patch for warlords that was june so that was uh 6 2014 uh to the pre-patch was four months it was october 2014 before the pre-patch for warlords came out Mm mm-hmm um, and then you know you got the standard one month period between your pre patch and your launch. So, although again the Legion pre patch was longer than a standard one month, it was it was a uh, what four, four five weeks something just weeks? about just about five six weeks almost yeah. Um, so we actually had a longer pre patch cycle this time. Yeah, just a slightly longer pre patch cycle. So it was interesting, and it gave all of us who had way too much time in our hands uh, a chance to level up more characters. Um, so you had the launch. Um, a year and three weeks after the announcement. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, which follows the course with other with the other launches they've done previous expansions. Uh, Warlords was a, a year and a handful of days. It was like a year and like five days or six days or something. Five, uh, six days, five days. It was a year and five days after the announcement at BlizzCon. Uh, you had Warlords launch on uh, November thirteenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, Legion was announced uh, August 6, 2015, and launched August 30th, 2016. Uh, almost exactly six months from this point. Um, and it was good. It was good. It was smooth. It was fun. It was the smoothest launch I've ever seen Blizzard pull off. Yes. Um, and, you know, earlier I mentioned Error 37 and things like that. Yeah, this was... 
there were some mild, mild technical issues. There were some problems. I think I had yeah. some rubber banding at one point at, on something. But overall, it was really, really good. The The only issue that I had and my guild had with the actual servers and the content itself was when it first ticked over and activated, there was like half of us got all the quests and got access. Half of us didn't for like two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. But that was it. That was the only issue we had. The other was the fact we were on a PvP server with a uh... seventeen to one horde to alliance ratio, and we were alliance. <laughs> that was the only other issue. We were getting ganked left, right, and center. But that wasn't anything to do with the actual game or the system. That was just us being fucking idiots. Yep, morons. Um, so you had the launch August thirtieth, two thousand sixteen. By all accounts, it was a fantastic, smooth launch. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, but th- And this was the first expansion where you actually had the new class there leveling through the content side by side with you as well. Yep. Yep. Um, now, let me... This is something I actually did not research, so I'm actually going to take a look at something real fast. Um, oh God, I'm worried now. <laughs> um... I was trying to see when they announced 7.1. Cuz I know They announced 7.1 before it launched. Well, we 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 know they announced it before they launched. I was just trying to see what the actual announcement date for it was. Uh, because it was on the PTRs 2919. After... So there I I'm seeing a uh oh, announcement. Here we go. 7.1 return to cars and arrives October 25th. Uh and that was released October 14th, and then the PTR build for it had an MMO champion uh, post on 9.19. Yeah, so it was like just um, over two weeks. Yeah, it was just about two weeks after launch. 7.1, which was the first was major on the content PTR. patch, was on the PTR and ready to go. Alright. Um, I don't have exact dates, but you know, it's a good, it, a rough date's okay in this situation. Um, that is insane. That is the fastest content has ever come out for this game. Seven. Not true. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. Mess of Pandaria. Ugh, God. I am one of those people that I will never have nostalgia for mists. I loved mists. Mists was amazing. I did not like mists. I did not so- like it. The content patch for Mr. Pandaria, the first major content patch, 5.1, which was Landfall, hit the PTR two weeks after launch. So almost the same time frame. Almost the same time frame. Right. Um, so we got a little ahead of ourselves. So 7.1 launches two weeks. Uh, two months, sorry. 7.1 launches two months after launch. All right. Uh, that would have been October 25th, 2016. 7.1 was not a massive content patch, but for those of us who love five-man content or just had some nostalgia, uh, it was a huge, huge patch. It gave us our first mega dungeon, our mega five, the first five-man dungeon out of a content patch in a long time uh, with the introduction Since- of... Cataclysm. Since Cataclysm. Cataclysm was the last time we had a five-man in a content. Yeah, that's, that's right, because uh, Mists, they did uh, the scenarios. They pushed the scenarios real hard as the mm-hmm. alternative con- five-man content. Um, 
So you had Karazhan, Return to Karazhan, a mythic-only five-man dungeon, taking anywhere from an hour and a half to two to three hours in some cases for some people to clear. It was a huge, huge patch. Um, there were so many changes that dropped in. Uh, there was... You had all the class changes. A million class changes. We also had uh, Alcaz Isle come in. The revamp to Alcaz Isle. Um, yeah, which is primarily for hunters. Am I correct? Pretty much, yeah. Um, that's uh, It gives them the ability to tame mechanical spiders. Which is awesome. Fucking mechanical spiders, okay? Come yeah. on, man. Mecha spiders is pretty good. Um, there were some changes to leveling and talents changes to the artifacts changes to artifacts um legion companion app got more updates which has been one of the most fantastic additions to the game um a lot of people are going to decry it as you know the lazy way of doing things but i mean honestly i hated those three months i played i hated logging on just to go to my garrison table because i knew quests i i knew missions were done i hated doing that and you felt so inefficient if you had order resources, you had uh, you had uh, garrison resources waiting to go, you ready to go, ready to send out missions, and you know you were leveling uh, followers, and you're like, oh crap, I'm gonna leave this. Oh crap, this is gonna finish when I'm in asleep, and so it's just gonna sit there and wait. Crap, that's gonna suck. Um, I hated that personally. Um. There were just so many class changes and things that came in with 7.1. Um, uh, introduced new world quests. The, the continuation, the second half of the Suramore storyline. Um, the insurrection. Yeah. Uh, you also got a new micro raid. You had Trial of Valor come out. Three, the three boss. Trial of Valor. You had Trial of Valor also released with 7.1. Um, mm-hmm. Just... Good God, the amount of content that dropped. And bear in mind, we had a raid with 7.0. So when 7.0 launched, we had the Emerald Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Trial of Valor was an additional raid just to finish off the story in Stormheim, as well as to give more content for that tier. Mm-hmm. That's not even including the rest of that tier, which ha- which at this point in time hadn't even been released yet. We still had the Nighthold coming. Yeah, and, and for those of you not in the know... Um... Nightmare, Emerald Nightmare, and Trial of Valor don't aren't actually raid tier. They're not actually really raid tier because they drop no tier pieces. They're just raids that are there to they're, be done. They're just introductory raids to yeah. the expansion. Um, so let's stop and talk for a second. Um, so <laughs> the content, the major major content patch uh these the the point one patch for warlords was twitter integration and selfies twitter integration selfie camera some changes to the legendary quest line and that's it yeah now uh what what came in the point one for legion karazhan uh the first the first mega dungeon uh to be introduced to the game since vanilla wow mm-hmm Karazhan, Return to Karazhan. You had a three boss uh, raid, which is available on all four difficulties mm-hmm. uh, with the Trial of Valor. 
we had upgrades to the uh, Legion Companion app. Mm -hmm. We had changes to all of the classes. Mm -hmm. We had visual upgrades to a lot of the casters. Mm -hmm. We had... Uh, Suramar. Suramar as the insurrection in quest chain. Thank you, because I mind farted. They're so hard. Mm -hmm. uh, we got... Four new pets and four new mounts. Four new pets, four new mounts. They added more world quests. Um, that's, uh, that, that, that covers most of it. That covers most of it, but that's you see the difference here, people. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! We also forgot. Uh, we also forgot uh, blood of Sargeras upgrades. Oh, the blood of Sargeras, Vander. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that glorious, that glorious, glorious night elf. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I, I I love that woman. She can have my children. I actually have a use for my blood of Sargeras. Yep. Uh, so that was that was seven point one. All of that versus Twitter and selfie cameras. Uh, yeah, rightly so. A lot of people have been very pleased with the content patch. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is that they were it was orders of magnitude. It was a major content patch. It, it, it was orders <laughs> of magnitude larger than the content patches that we saw. Uh, out of Warlords. In fact, it was arguably bigger than even 6.2. Oh, it was bigger than 6.2 because it had a 5-man in it. it. It had a 5-man. It brought a lot of really interesting stuff. I mean, yes, 6.2 brought a whole new zone, but at the same time, it was... I hated Tanan. I played 7 .1, for a little bit, and I hated Tanan. Here's the thing. 6.2 brought a whole new zone with minimal story progression. Mm-hmm. 7.1 enhanced a current zone with a fuck ton of story progression. Exactly. Um so it's there have been detractors. They they, they there's been people that don't think, oh, Blizzard can't keep this up. And it's just like they're 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 sh what we've seen so far is them showing that they are committed to making sure content actual factual content comes out at a steady clip. Because no more than two months later. Less than two months. Wait, wait. Uh, less than three. Sorry, less than three months later. What did we get? 7.1.5. All right. 7.1.5 was the first micro patch, and there was micro patch. There was, there was my sarcasm quotes for that. <laughs> uh, was the first micro patch we got for Legion. Uh, three months in. Um, compared to... The lead, the, the, I'm not even going to get into the Warlords micro patches, whatever. I, I'm done with that. That was mostly hot fixes and useless junk, anyways. Um, yep. That dropped January 10th. Uh, so just a little bit over a month and a half ago. Um, we saw. Love this patch. We saw 7.1.5 come out. 7.1.5 introduced uh, some new systems, a lot of balance changes. Uh, it also brought us the micro holidays that we have talked so much about. Over, and I fucking love. They are so good. Over the last month and a half, we have talked so much about micro holidays. It has been something that we've been super hyped about. Uh, the thing is, they, there's supposed to have been three micro holidays by now. Mm -hmm. No, four, four micro holidays by now. Sorry, one of them had to be canceled because of a bug in the event itself. That and we it's still the one no that you about. and I were so excited. I about. know. I, we were super hyped. I about wanted that. the Kyrian Tor. 
pub crawl. I, 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 I wanted a bunch of drunken mages teleporting me around the world. I really wanted that. But it's okay. It's okay. We may see something about it later. Just only fingers crossed for that. Um, yep. It also brought us one of my favorite freaking things in the game, mm-hmm. Brawler's Guild. I love uh, Brawler's Guild so much. You can thank Mr. Pandaria for that. I know. I played it during Mists. I actually, I actually still have uh, "You Are Not Your Fucking Leg Plates." The feat of strength for that. <laughs> I have both of the "You Are Not Your Fucking Leg Plates" um, feats of strength because I actually did play Brawler's Guild. That was the one thing I loved doing, um, except for the uh, super hexagon fight. I hated that fight so much. Hexos, oh, everyone hated that fight. Hexos, and it was like I was, I was, I was melee, and I could not do that fight. I could. Everyone hated that, that fight. That, that fight blocked me completely. That is the only reason I never got, I never finished uh, Brawler's Guild was because of Hexos. I was a hunter. I was, a, I was fine. I was a hunter. I hate you. Um, that is the only reason I never finished the the Brawler's Guild. But um, so that brought in that. It also brought in, you know, like I said, lots of little systems changes, lots of little interesting bits and pieces that came through on it. I mean, um, we we our notes on seven point one five five are a little spare, but um, I'm bringing that up right now. So. Um, we got Mists Time Walking. Mr. Pandaria Time Walkers, which, by the way, the first event for Mr. Pandaria Time Walkers is the second week in March. Yep, so we will be seeing that very, very shortly. Very, very shortly. And it's it's all Mists of Pandaria dungeons, not including the two revamped dungeons, like the two old mm-hmm. uh, vanilla revamped dungeons. Mm-hmm. All the dungeons that are available on the continent of Pandaria will be available for this event. Um, and that's and, and this is just a quick aside. It really has nothing to do with it. But this is actually bringing in a uh, data mined mount from Mists that never mm-hmm. went live, uh, which is yep. the Jade Cloud Serpent, Heavenly Jade Cloud Serpent. Yep. It never went live. It's coming back. Uh, but it is actually going live now. It will actually be going live during the Time Walking event, and that is. Um, uh, called Yule, daughter of Jade, who is the who is obviously the daughter of Yulon, the Jade Serpent, the August Celestial, the August Celestial, um, and it's going to be, from what I understand, it is an identical mount to her model, so that's yep. gonna be fantastic. Um, new pet. That's the one I'm saving up for. Yeah. Uh, new pet. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm actually saving for that, too. Uh, lots of new toys, lots of new stuff. Uh, Brawler's Guild, Micro Holidays, um, and 7.1.5 also brought us the catch-up mechanics for Artifact Knowledge and Class Halls. Uh, That's what the other thing was. Yeah, that was the big one. That was the one where we got the Artifact Knowledge uh, Compendium Tomes. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, We also got uh, new Legendaries, too. We got some new Legendaries, too. So, can we just... Take a point. This is a micro patch. This is a 0.5 patch. This is this is a 1.5 patch. This is what this is usually where you introduce something minor into the game. It's mm-hmm. like you got some new pets, or you know, the time walking would be a great minor patch. Uh, a point. So patch. let's take a look back at 6.1 and 6.2, and how they cannot touch a micro patch in Legion mm-hmm. for the level of content. Yeah, and it's like, and you, and you go through, and I, I'm I'm actually scrolling through the 7.1.5 uh, notes and updates, and oh my god, the f- the class changes alone are three times mm-hmm. bigger than the class changes you saw in 6.1 and 6.2. Yeah, 
they are massive. And that's just the class changes. That's just the balancing. That's just all that stuff that's going through. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to caveat all everything I'm saying right now in that I am... We are really biased. We are, we are biased. <laughs> I am not a Blizzard fanboy. I love Blizzard properties, but at the same time, I'm not going... They, they, they can't just shit on a plate and I'm going to eat it. That's fantastic. No, they've, That's, burnt, they've burnt both the of burn us. The burn does way too much. Yep. They, they, they have done this stuff to us, and they, they've done, they have made really, really bog stupid freaking decisions in the past, and we have, and you and I have never been shy about mentioning that this is dumb. This is the dumbest freaking thing I've ever seen. Did you hear my rant about the selfie? I know. I know. <laughs> um, so, I don't want to come off as a fanboy, but I'm going to come off as a fanboy. And everything up to the current point in Legion has been just absolutely spectacular. It has been, they have pushed hard and they have done amazing work so far. And mm -hmm. I, for one, am just so damn pleased about everything they've done. Um, I do have my uh, bones of contention with them. Um, yep. We both do. Uh, we both do. But uh, overall, I would say that this is... Legendaries. Legendaries. Mm. We'll talk about that in a second. Overall, this has been one of the better expansions that has come out in terms of content, in terms of polish, uh, all the typos notwithstanding. Oh my god, there were so many typos for so freaking <laughs> oh, long. Lay race. Lay, lay race. Do you remember lay race? Oh, it's ridiculous! It was, it was so bad. Oh. It was like it was barely English. It was barely. The thing English. is, some of the ty some of the typos I actually reported from beta were still there. That's the one. That's something I will say. Some of the typos were still there even after they were being reported. Yeah. So, but overall, it has been a polished, well launched, well patched, well cared for game so far, and we're not even done. So, nope. you look at the content amount that you got in, uh, let's see, two years for Warlord. Yeah, yeah, we'll say two years on Warlords. Um, well, that's not fair. Let's 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 do it to the one year mark. You know, from basically launch to patch six point two point two. Okay. So, in one year, you got flying WoW tokens. Tanan jungle, one raid tier, and Twitter integration. In six months, you have gotten a secondary micro raid, a three uh, three boss raid, a epic sized five man dungeon, brawlers guild, a micro, mega dungeon. mega dungeons, brawlers guild, micro holidays, a million and a half uh, updates, a full raid tier. Um, and just a lot of story continuation in six months. Because that was the one thing the Warlords of Draenor failed upon. The leveling experience was one of the best prior to Legion that they had ever done. Mm -hmm. 90 to 100 was outstanding. I loved leveling. Just I absolutely no... loved leveling. It was so good. Mm -hmm. But there was no story after that. It just kind of died. That was it. It just stopped. It disappeared. Didn't exist. Yeah. So, seven point one five five came out in January. January tenth. That is uh, one, two, three, four months. Actually, sorry, that's that's just about four months after launch. All right. 
that I and so yeah, my math has been completely ass backwards this whole time. Um that is insane. The amount of content we have got more content in four to four to six months than Warlords got a year, year and a half in its entire stretch of time. And again, we're not even done. We've been talking about 7.2 for the last, for over a month now. We've been talking about 7.2 for a month now. Right. We haven't even talked about 7, uh, 7.25 because they said it's coming. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the hell's going to be in it. We have no clue. could be anything. They are playing their cards really close to the vest on that. And then we still have 7.3 coming out. Argus! We have Argus at some <laughs> point. So what we... Which they have said will have a raid tier and more five-man content. And it will obviously be at least a new zone. At least a new zone at minimum. Right. Because we'll be going to a different planet. Yep. It has to be. So we have 7.2. The estimated time that Chris and I have talked about is 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 April-ish, May-ish, somewhere in that time frame. We know what we are getting out of it, though. We're getting a full raid tier. We're getting a five-man. We're getting flying. We're getting the whole of the Broken Isles uh, uh, We're getting zone. more safety mechanics on legendaries. We're getting updates to classes. We're getting updates to artifacts we're getting updates to artifact knowledge mechanics we're getting new tiers which which we there's a lot of consternation about the artifact knowledge and the artifact power and all that stuff that's coming in and the new traits and everything there's a lot of consternation but we're getting them we're getting it and they've shown that they're willing to listen with Mm -hmm. some of the changes that they've made they're they're willing to at least listen um so there's that. We have 7.2.5. We have no freaking idea. It will probably be somewhere between quarter two and beginning of quarter three. So it's 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 probably somewhere between June-ish, May, June, June. I'm going to say June. I'm going to say somewhere around June. I'll say June, July. I'll say June, July. Somewhere between June and August-ish. Um that we have no idea what the hell the content patch is bringing. We have no idea what's going into it. Uh, we can only assume there will be further balances, uh, more upgrades to updates to legendaries, um, all that kind of stuff will be coming through. Um, but then we do have a slightly firmer idea about what we're seeing in 7.3. All right. My supposition, my guess, I am putting my... Uh, hat into this ring at the moment and i'm gonna say we're probably gonna see 7.3 somewhere around middle of quarter three early of quarter early quarter four so somewhere around the one year release date of august october august october november somewhere in that region of time uh for 7.3 um we could see it earlier by god we could see it earlier with how they're doing things right now we could see it earlier we could see it later though too um we know we're getting a raid tier we know for a fact we're getting a raid tier we know for a fact we're getting some manner of zone we don't know if it's going to be just the raid area that we're going to be working in for the raid tier or if it's going to be an actual factual you know real breathing zone uh we know we're going to argus we don't know for how long we don't know what we're doing in argus exactly it could be it could be just the final cinematic after you kill the last boss of the raid tier, and it's just like, we're going to Argus. Illidan, you are not prepared. And then he rips open Argus for us, rips open a portal to Argus. We don't know. They're playing their cards very close to the chest in that. Um, we can safely assume we'll probably see some more five-mans. 
we'll probably see some more engaging content. Um, but that's what we know. My guess is it's going to be a year. My guess will be a year. My guess it'll be the year mark. I would, I would say October. October is probably the safe, probably the safe point to go to. I, I don't think we'll see it early November because that's BlizzCon time. Mm-hmm. They don't ever drop stuff BlizzCon time. Yeah, because they don't want to have to be um, worrying about that while they're at BlizzCon. Exactly. So I don't. I think if we're if we're if we don't see it in October, it'll be late November, early December. Yeah. If we won't see it Christmas time. If we don't see it by Christmas time, we're not seeing it until the next year. Eighteen. Yeah, we're not seeing it in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Um. Holy crap. That is a year of content. That is the that is a year of content, and we're gonna see two raid tiers. We're gonna see at least two five three mains. raid tiers. Three, we're possibly seeing three raid tiers. Well, remember again, the, the initial raid tier doesn't count. The initial launched raids don't really count. They were really a tier. Nighthold. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right there. Nighthold has tier. Yeah, in you're it. right. So that's three tiers. So you're gonna see three tiers, at least two five man dungeons. Brawler's Guild, a whole new zone with IQD or Molten Front style progression. You're gonna see all the micro holidays. We're gonna see probably uh, the scaling changes. We're probably gonna see some more of the scaling changes uh, input into the game uh, because that was that was another big one that came with seven uh, seven one five was that we saw the scaling yep. to the world boss uh, to the uh, world events. Event bosses, uh, yeah. For the they, they have said that they want to look at doing it for the whole game. Yeah. So I mean. Jesus Christ. There are lots of detractors that saying the content content for the sake of content sucks. I'll agree with them generally, but I don't feel like the stuff that we've seen is content for the sake of being content. No, I agree. Um again, I am not a fanboy. I have my issues. I the legendary drop system sucks ass, which the legendary system as a whole sucks ass. And but they're trying to address the legendary drop system a little bit, and they're incrementally doing it. So we know 7.2 is going to come with more protections on the legendary system. Um, I fully expect them at some point to just bite the bullet and nerf pretty much everything that's a throughput legendary further than it already is. Uh, because they've gone on record saying several times that they screwed up. They should not have... They should not have made throughput legendaries. Legendaries should not be throughput based. They should be all utility based. And they admitted they screwed. Which up. I completely agree. They they, they 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 screwed the pooch on that one. And I would, uh, I I I think that more Sefus's secrets, uh, more pure dots. See if they see in regards to legendary system. If they stuck with the system they used in Pandaria and Warlords, they could have made throughput legendaries without a problem. Yes, if if it was something that you worked towards. They could have done throughput legendaries. That would have been fantastic. But they threw out a system that worked for two expansions. Yep. Because there was nothing wrong with the legendary system in Pandaria. There was nothing wrong with it in Warlords. No one complained about the legendary system in Warlords except how long it took to catch up. It's the only complaint. Yep. Add some more catch-up mechanics as the expansion progresses. Bob's your uncle. Yep. Um, And even then, I liked... The old systems. I liked building my sulfurous. I loved getting frustrated every week trying to get bindings. I I freaking loved Volunir. Oh my god, I loved Volunir so goddamn much. 
Uh, I didn't because I got screwed over on that. I freaking is a little salt there. I loved Volunteer. So much salt. The systems in place they had before were fantastic. I loved building towards stuff. I understand why they moved to the system they used in Warlords and Mists because that gave everybody a chance instead of it just being the people that had the time to raid. It gave everybody a chance to grab that legendary. The raiders were going to get their legendaries a hell of a lot faster, but it didn't... The fact that a lesser player was able to get it didn't really devalue it because they had it for more... Because the because the better the better player had it for a longer period of time and it was more impactful on what they did on a day to day basis. This system is not good. It's it's just not good. This this random drop system is just not good at all. I agree. Yeah. Um. So again, we are not fanboys. We love Blizzard. I love Blizzard. I love Blizzard. I fucking love Blizzard. I have been playing Blizzard but games for will... 20 years. We love Blizzard, but we will criticize them when they need some fucking solid criticism. And that's exactly what is going on right now. There, There's there's wonderful mechanics. There's wonderful systems. There's wonderful content coming out right now. But some of it I'm just not happy with. I'm not happy with an oh my god we are at an hour and 20 minutes into this show. We have been talking about this for quite a while. <laughs> we probably need to go ahead and start wrapping this up, but uh, this... Kevin's gonna hate Kevin's us. gonna yell at us. It's okay. It's all right though. Um, <laughs> we we have our criticisms of the systems, but we understand also at the same time that they're doing. I feel personally, this is just my opinion, they're doing better with communication and content and patch frequency than they just ever listening have done. to the community now there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna argue about that they still feel like the communication is shit um i agree there, there are some cases where the communication is very bad but in regards to things like class balancing they are listening i mean look at look at warlocks for example they they've made it very clear that they know we're listening we're fixing it and they've done a lot of good changes to warlocks mm -hmm. they used to be bottom of the tier now they're up there yep. Um, but it's just like, and that's, but that's a common thing because the internet is an echo chamber. Just, just yes. folks, the internet is an echo chamber. You would not be listening to this podcast if you did not share at least some of our opinions or feel that our opinions were in line with yours. So you may just like listening to us because we berate each other on a regular basis. There is that too, but you wouldn't be listening to us if it wasn't because our opinions are similar to your own. Um, the internet is an echo chamber. You see the most vocal members of the community first. Um, and in this case, it's people that are berating Blizzard because they feel like the they've been bad at communication or they don't like how things are going. There's a world of opinion and fact out there that you're not going to get access to unless you go looking for it. And that's what yeah. I try to do. I try to make sure that I'm getting every side of it. That's why I I am I feel like they could do a lot better with communication. Um, a lot of people are going to say, oh, we'll take Kaplan and the Overwatch team into... That's how you should communicate. And Blizzard themselves have said that they want to communicate more like the Overwatch team. Like WoW, the, the WoW team has said they want to communicate more like the Overwatch team. The WoW... The Overwatch team and the Heroes team are some of the best in regards to actually communicating to their fans. Yep. Um, 
you know, there's a lot of criticism for, I don't even remember what team the WoW team is. I think it's Team 1, but I don't remember. Um, team 5 is Hearthstone. Um, and Hearthstone and WoW get a lot of flack and a lot of criticism from the community because they don't, people don't feel like they communicate well enough. Um, yeah. But you're seeing these live Q&A videos. You're seeing... I was just about to You're seeing these live Q&A videos. You're seeing this community engagement at a level that I don't feel like we've ever seen. Um, Remember, you know, we used to consider Zarem an amazing... I miss Zarem. I miss Zarem. But, you know, you also had Bashiok and... um, Seraphina. um, Oh, God, who was the one that flamed out? Who was the one that had that spectacular flame out on the forums years ago? Oh, like back in Vanilla? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Oh my god. Um, I remember he raged at someone for like two hours. It was hilarious. It was like back and forth for two hours. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Uh, I think those forums are still saved somewhere. I think someone, I think someone actually I, saved It's like, them. I don't... Oh my god, I, I just... Uh, uh. They're better than they used to be. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we don't have that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> we need to stop talking. We need to stop. We need to start moving along. Yes, um, we do. Right. Final thoughts. I. Your. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say final thoughts. Legion and Warlords. What's your best? What's your worst in regards to what they've given us? Um. Warlords, freaking Twitter integration. For God's sake, two content patches. At the same time, it also introduced a lot. The stat squish. It gave us this first stat squish. Mm. Which is, there's another one coming in 8.0, by the way, whatever the hell that is. Whatever that is. (laughs) um, It gave us a stat squish. It made things more manageable, and then it just completely Mm -hmm. screwed it over. Um, Legion. Um, Legendary drop system. Legendaries and throughput legendaries, period. Um, Yeah the faster content cycle um mm-hmm. the depth of the content per cycle your mm-hmm. thoughts uh the worst for warlords i'd probably say just the lack of content patches the lack of communication from blizzard at that time because it was some of the worst it's ever been mm-hmm. the best from warlords the initial story and that initial feeling of walking onto Draenor and just mm-hmm. looking at the place and it just looking amazing. Um, Legion, hundred percent agree on the legendaries. They need to just they, they shouldn't have done that. They just should not exist. Period. The legendaries is a terrible system. Mm-hmm. And the best for Legion, the Nightborn. I fucking of love them. Of course, you and freaking elves. Of course, I went freaking out. Now, there's there's a lot of stuff we glossed over. There was a lot of shakeups in the WoW development team. Um, yep. So we're going into uncharted territory, and that's fantastic. I love that. There has not been a major shakeup like that in a long time, and I think that's going to do amazing things. Um, Wonders for the game. I, I mean, look at D three. You lost Jay Wilson, and then Josh mm-hmm. Mosquera. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I can pronounce it, ever pronounce it right. Uh, shows up and you get Reaper of Souls. Such a good expansion. Alright, so we are moving into Uncharted territory. Most of the original team is gone. 
at this juncture. Yep. I don't think any of the original team is still there is anymore. Tiggle still there? No, I don't think he's there anymore. I'll have to, I'll have to research that at a later date. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're moving into uncharted territory, and that's amazing. Uh, that's our final thoughts. Fresh blood is not a bad thing, ladies. Exactly. Uh, that sounded really weird. Because um, you just told the ladies <laughs> that fresh blood is not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I clicked the moment it, it, it left my mouth, and I regretted it at that moment. It's okay. It's okay. Um, real quick, don't do that. I, this has been I, a sodium-free week. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, completely sodium I am, free. I'm sodium free this weekend. I am feeling fantastic about it. So, uh, do you have any sort of final thoughts for the show today? Um, don't be assholes. Warlord sucks. Legion's great. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to follow back through on that. So, uh, that is our show this week, folks. Uh, you just listened to us rant for an hour and a half about Warlords and Legion. Um, that's great. I love to hear that y'all uh, stuck it out. Uh, if you have any sort of opinions, comments, anything that you want to talk to us about, if you want to call Chris an asshole and me a savior, or alternatively the other way around, uh, you can talk to us during the week uh, on Twitter. Uh, the show itself is going to be at AzerothCTC. Uh, our erstwhile buddy Kevin, who is out for the week again, is going to be at SwingCat with a K. Uh, Mr. Chris over here is uh, going to be at Akari underscore mag, which is A-K-A-R-I underscore M-A-G, and I am at Gavril, G-A-V-R-I-I-L underscore E-T on the tweet platform the kids these days use so heavily. Um, send me all of your poop emojis. Um, if you'd like to find us in-game, uh, they're on the Dollar In server. It's going to be the chat channel is ACTC. Uh, we love it if you email us uh, at the show for AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Uh, review us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever the hell platform you use. We welcome all feedback. Um that's going to be it for our show, and you all have yourself a fantastic week. Woo.